everyone, it's Michelle. And Delaudis. And I'm your host, Madeline Fenelon. You are his living epistle, read by all men. That's right. You are Jesus' ambassador. This is the Living Epistle Project radio program. Listening to the Living Epistle Project radio program, and I'm your host, Madeline. And I am also, this is the first time I say it without the Fenelon. Madeline Fenelon, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the studio. <laughs> I'm in the studio with, with my beautiful, loudest Michelle and Mary. Mm-hmm. And we are here to just have discussions and we never have enough time to finish. But I was thinking this week, um, last week, is it still this week? Whatever yeah. I send the text to you guys. I was thinking, you know, I've, a, I've come across many people, you know, that are in the church. And they are, again, this is not me saying you are not a believer, right? This is not me saying okay. that people are not believers. My thing is to always caution people to not be so comfortable to the point that you are not seeking, searching your heart. Mm-hmm. I think the believer has to search their heart every time. But I do see, again, this could be me too, right? And the, again, I'm talking, I'm saying you, but I'm, I know everything that I say to you, when God tells me something, he tells it to me first, uh, you know, yeah. and then I share it. But I want to say this. We want to search our heart to make sure that we are not simply a surface, right? Uh, a, a structure that doesn't have firm foundation. And so just the thought came to me that we have so many beautiful worship leaders, so many beautiful, um, talented and gifted people. And I'll go as far as saying that Jesus will use you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go and say Judas, Jesus is curious. Okay. Jesus knew this man was not one of his, um, yet he allowed him to be the treasurer of his ministry okay yeah. he was the one who carried the money bag around and make mm-hmm. sure the food goes around I- again we all know where his story ended yes but we all know he was talented and used by the lord and um jesus says this about the wheat and the tares right the wheat and the tares you have wheat and tares you still be used if you're a tear you'll be used <laughs> you know if you're wheat, you'll be used did you want to make sure you are mm-hmm. the one that's not the tear? And and Paul says something. I don't know if it's in Corinthians. I think it's in search your. I don't know where it is. Maybe it's in James or Hebrews. Search your heart. Not search your heart. Examine yourself to see if you are of the faith. Yeah, and the faith. The Second Corinthians okay, thirteen five. Yeah, it says um, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do not realize that Christ Jesus is in you, unless, of course, you fail the test. Right. So we have to do this. Like, this mm-hmm. is not something we don't examine. We have to be careful examiner of ourselves mm-hmm. to make sure. And a thought came to me, that beautiful house on the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that beautiful house on the sand. When I say that, Michelle, what do you, what's in your mind? I mean, I'll move forward with more, but what well, is in your mind? When you I know, when I, when, I, when, <laughs> when I think about it, you know, you, you may be sitting in something, you think, oh, this is great, this is wonderful, everything is so gorgeous and beautiful, but if you're on the sand, sand sinks, a little bit of water comes in, and you're you're going out to sea, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, it's it's not sitting on that solid, that, that um, concrete or whatever the, the, the good foundation is to keep your house beautiful and standing, it's kind of a 
facade. Yeah, yeah. That can go away anytime. But what about you guys? Mm-hmm. I often think of um, identity when it comes to that, right? Um, from the beginning, when I came to Christ, I had to, right, like everything had to be recalibrated or, you know, torn down and he had to build that identity, the new identity that I had in Christ. It had, you know, if it was um, set wrong, if my identity was just half-fast where, you know, I understood that God saved me, but then I needed to do, you know, some things, you know, to, to gain more of it or to get my foot in, um, that's obviously, you know, foundation built on sand because how can I, you know, continue building on that saying, okay, I need to do stuff, I need to do things. When he clearly says, you know, it's by grace, it's a gift from me, just accept me, right? And uh, we work our salvation every day, but he's already done the job. And so, and also understanding who I am in Christ. Mm. Um, He is my everything. He saved me, he saved all of us. And, you know, allowing the world then to come in and tell me something else, that is, that will be, um, and, and kind of meshing it with his the identity that he has given me and my daughter of Christ, you know, I'm saved by grace. I am a more than a conqueror. We can go on for days on all that he says about us. And then if we adopt a worldly view of our identity, that is building, you know, a house on sand to me. Amen. Amen. What about wow. you, Mary? Wow. Um, a lot's been said, but um, I pick. I will piggyback on what a lot is saying. Identity, identity is really important. But okay, how do I find out my identity? Um, how do I start the building process? Um, it's um, um, modeling when you mentioned about worshipers, and I think about the people who operate in their gifts in the body of Christ. They operate as apostle. They operate as a teacher. Um, that could be your identity, but are what you're building, is it built on God's word or are you building on it on God's agenda? So I think it's a very fine line because what happens is we you see that worshiper, you see them on video, you hear their songs, you, you know, you feel the presence mm-hmm. of God. The but gift is there. The exa- gift is there, no exactly. Doubt. But are you just operating in that? Or are you operating from a place of relationship, from a place? You learn your identity from relationship with God. Right. You learn your giftings from your relationship with God. And just having that foundation, I think, yeah, so it's not built on sand. It's built on the rock. It's yeah. built on the word of God. Right. You know, while you say that, Mary, I was talking to my mentor Hi, Sister Jolene, if you're listening. <laughs> My spiritual mentor, she's a mom to me. But I was talking to her. We're having one of our conversations. Our conversation is always rich. Um, we're talking about the treasure, the gospel. You know, talk about the man who found this treasure in a field and, and hid it and went and collect everything that he has to to buy the field so he can have advantage of the treasure. In my mind, and, and what I understand is Jesus, the gospel, is that treasure in the field. With what you said, Mary, that gift. I think the feel is those things that come, you know, the, the gifts, the, the things that we have. But it is not uh, the treasure, treasure. you know. Yeah. So that's what I think. And I, I, that self-examination, when I say I talk to myself, is because I have I've been privileged and blessed to be gifted. I am gifted in so many things. I, I used to be a child. I never said I didn't, couldn't do anything. I said, maybe I haven't tried anything, okay. 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 <laughs> but, but I, 
I was, whatever reason, I was confident if it's not asking me to do surgery or fly a plane, that if I go try it, <laughs> I'm going to to be okay and do it. Um, yeah. um, but I, I, and I also think that right now, as I'm an adult, the Lord gave me, give me a lot of gifts. Um, you know, I think a danger for me, I've, he's been so much like when I open my mouth, he speaks that it can become a dangerous thing if I'm not maintaining my relationship with the Lord. Mm. Yes. I'm gifted yes. for sure. Yes. And the gift of God is without repentance. Yes. Right. So I can just go because I, I'm by God's grace. I've studied the Bible that the Bible, the verses are in my mind. Right. So they come, you know, they just relate, they just connect. But I believe that I can actually be someone who's speaking God's word and not even have that solid mm. foundation. Absolutely. And, and that's something I'm careful all the time. I, 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 talk to the Lord all the time as speaking in tongue and all of that. I speak in tongue. I do all of that. And I know that I see it, but I'm often, I don't take it for granted. I said to the Lord, I don't want it to be a surface, surface, you know, but I want to make sure that the foundation of our relationship is okay. And that's my prayer that it's a rock foundation and that I'm not going based on my gift operating on our gift, yeah. but I'm operating on the strength of the Lord and the Holy spirit, you know? And so I, I, to me, that's that. That's what it is. That mm-hmm. foundation, making sure that I am not operating on my gifts, but on the f- solid foundation. We don't want to be the foolish person. Um, that that. Well, here, here, mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? I think that there are many people who are not operating um, on that foundation. I think that. Um, I mean, of course, there are people that are, and, and Lord, I, I, be, I believe in praise as one of them, and we're both some of those people. Right, but, you right. know, I feel like there, there are many times that people will say, okay, I've, I've accepted the Lord, and they start to maybe go to church, but they don't know that there's more than um, going to church. They don't know that, you know, I have to uh, read my word. They don't know that it's really about... Um, a true relationship. Like I can't even tell you when there was a, a shift for me from, okay, I, I grew up in a family of Christians, right? So Christ was always part of my life, right. but there became a shift for me when I went from, okay, I'm going to church cause I have to, you know, because <laughs> I know about Jesus to, you know, okay, now I really have a relationship with him. Yes. Like I understand how, how, you know, important the relationship is. I understand how important it is for me to be in my word. I understand about, you know, just talking to him about whatever decisions I need to make. I think there's a shift that at times is missing um, that somehow, you know, uh, the the foundational piece that that people are not searching themselves. They're just saying, okay, I'm a Christ follower. And And that's great, right? But but what, yeah, and that's it. Like, okay, there's more. There's so much more. And, and you know, you know, for me, it's a big thing. Lifestyle Christianity is a major thing for me. I think it's it's shallow for you to just say you're a Christian and you live however you want. For me, it's so important. I, mm-hmm. I say to myself, if I have to change major, my rearrange my life so much so in order to please the Lord, mm-hmm. I got to double check. Because mm-hmm. my life has to, let's say God called you to serve. I believe the moment you become a Christian, you enter the service of the Lord. Mm. How does that display? I think mm-hmm. it displays in your daily life, whether I'm dealing with my niece 
whether I'm dealing with my mm -hmm. mom, my dad, mm -hmm. or whether I'm in the office. I'm a, an ambassador of Christ, mm -hmm. living epistles. I am a letter God is writing. So that's what I believe. I believe my life is ministry. Amen. That's what I believe. I believe in, 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 in lifestyle Christianity. Does that mean I'm going in the street preaching all the time? No, I have to say a great revelation came to me last night. It was there already, but <laughs> that I'm not an evangelist. I do not have the gift of an evangelist. That's not your calling. <laughs> I have the gift of discipleship. That's what I have. Mm. You know, I, it, I, my ministry is more to those who have already jumped in and I help them fend the fire and I have a passion to see people, the church. I am grieved when I see the church not operating in the standard Amen. God created. That's where my heart is. And, and, you know, I, I, it's easy for me to cut with the world already. I'm like, well, they're not in. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, they're not in. Amen. God, please help them. Right. Help them come in, and that's yeah. it. But then I go to, to through a grieving moment when I see professing believers not acting according to the beautiful person God called them to be. So I've, that revelation came that I am not preaching in the street. I'm, and of course, I am. I live as God called me. Amen. I don't believe that I have to undo my personality to serve the Lord. I serve the Lord with my personality. Um, Michelle, you said something um, that stuck in my head. You said, I made the shift. Um, I Coming from a household where my mother was a pastor, I understand making mm -hmm. that shift this just when do you move mm -hmm. from religion to relationship and i guess i right. wanted to throw it back to you is like what what was that thing what was the thing that clicked in your head that said there must be more because that's another thing that you were saying as well there must be more mm -hmm. um i know for me it go ahead but go ahead please well i i'm, I'm trying to actually think about that moment you know, um, and, I, and I don't know that I can pinpoint a moment. I can pinpoint a couple of situations um, where I knew that, you know, it was God that, that, that um, you know, he made something happen, mm -hmm. right? Like in, in, in a situation that uh, in my head was, was dire, was kind of like, okay, what do I do with this? Like, I didn't even have to do anything. I just um, prayed and like God intervened. Right. Right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What's, what's, you know, what's, and I, and I also, I mean, I saw this happening to other people in my life. You know, I had God fearing um, parents and, and, and grandparents. And I, I saw this, you know, they had this sort of thing about them and how they lived. And I was like, hmm, what is that about? But then when I, desperately needed God just to, to help me. I, I was like, you know, when you're in one of those moments, we all have these moments where, where either you've got, um, you've got a problem. Um, you've got, uh, someone, you know, um, someone leaving or you've lost a job or you, you know, somebody who's addicted or, you know, we have all these things going on in our lives and you, you, you have this conversation with the Lord and, and, and just ask for his intervention and he does it. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Yeah. So I think I think I've seen that many in many ways, and even um, Mary, to your question, not even for myself, you know, for for other people, I may pray for mm -hmm. someone else, mm -hmm. and I saw that intervene. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and somehow that, that just started the, uh, a change. And, and I can't even, it's sort of unexplainable, but also even in my heart, um, there are certain things that I've seen God change in my heart that only he can do. Right. Where I may be like, okay, this person, even small things, this person is getting up my nerves. I can't deal with this issue. But then there was a shift in my thinking to, okay, Michelle, how can you, you know, what is God saying to you about this person or yourself? Right. And, and you know, how can you be more like him, like Jesus right. in this situation? And, and you know what, Michelle, I think sometime too, there's just over an overwhelming um, change that just occur in your life. And you're like, what am I doing? It's just, I love how the Lord can just intervene in your life Correct. And, and just said, mm-hmm. I'm calling you in, I'm drawing you in. It's a make it or break it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, when you accept that, right, you accept that calling. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe there's a maintenance that needs to be, that's what Paul talked about and examine yourself. It's just, mm-hmm. I believe if you're going to have to do all this shifting to, to, mm-hmm. to find yourself in ministry or, I think something needs to be checked. I believe your life is ministry and we can glorify the Lord with our lives. And that is that the treasure that comes in. Yeah. There's no compartment. Can I, can I, right. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. No, I'm I, was thinking- just, I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, go, Elias, you go, you go, you go. You go. Just tell me when you're done. You go, okay. you go, no, girl. No. you go. The <laughs> modeling's example, right? Like what she just said, it makes me think of you know what we do often in in different areas. It's just compartmentalized, right? So this is okay. work. This is my work friends, yeah. <laughs> my coworkers. Yeah. This church, church friends. You know, so it's almost like when when we come to Christ, He breaks like every division inside. You know, in those compartmentalized uh, compartments, and breaks them free. And He is in. He's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So makes me mm-hmm. think of like get Him out mm-hmm. of that one corner and into the rest of the house, right? If if that's where He's at. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I like that. I mean, I I was saying that. Um, you know, the thing is that. Um, he really changes your heart. Mm-hmm. And once your heart is changed, there's things that maybe you would have done previously. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it anymore. Correct. You know, so when you talk about lifestyle modeling, it's like he, 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 what's, I, I, I kind of don't know how to express it, but he makes you want to have a different lifestyle. Yeah. It's not forced, mm-hmm. you know, because once he's in your life and he changes yeah. your heart, like you're so free. You're mm-hmm. so free. People think Christianity is this regimented, you know, they're guidelines, okay? Yeah. They're things that, you <laughs> know, from a lifestyle perspective, they're all <laughs> guidelines. Why did it become okay. appealing to you, like Michelle but, said, when God intervened? Yeah, but one of the things... Yeah, that but I, it's just free. Yeah, Michelle, and, and on that, one of the things that I always think about is, um, and, and quite frankly now, very discouraged with what I've seen, but, you know, God is still mm-hmm. on the throne, yes. um, is the the fact that I didn't come to Christ so my life in Christ can look exactly like the life I had in the world. You know, mm-hmm. you made that decision, so right? Yeah. You were an adult. I right. wanted, come on. right? So th- when the church starts looking like the world, yeah, that, we that's, have a problem. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, right. you know, mm-hmm. that's been my thing. He's, you know, he, and the thing is, you don't know what you don't know, right? Like as a new believer, you just don't know, you know, what mm-hmm. you just came into the body of Christ is, you know, it's your job just to ask him, what is it, Lord change my heart? I don't know, you know, what's, you know, mm-hmm. it, unless, you know, once you start reading the Bible, then obviously he teaches you through there, but there are things in your heart specifically to your life that he needs to deal with. And you don't even know how to ask and just ask him to take over and, you know, invite him into every area of your life. He is going to do it. He did it for me. He did it for all of you guys. So obviously we know that that's what he does, but it's just an amazing process. I, it's something you just said a lot is when this is, we are very good in compartment, putting things in compartments, Yes, you know, my job and my work is a compartment. My church is a compartment. My ministry is a compartment. And when God frees you, when you make that shift that um, Michelle was saying is the heart change, the mindset change, it becomes then a lifestyle because the same modeling that you see in church is the same modeling you see at the job, the same Mm -hmm. modeling Uh that you see at the job. I just have different way of dealing with things. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes at the job I'm tough. Right. (laughs) But here's the thing. It's just, it's not, I'm not operating from a box anymore. I'm just operating from different aspects of the same person. Right. So that personality. Mm -hmm. Conform your personality to the word of God. Correct. That's, that's the thing. It's conforming your personality to the word of God. I think for me, it's recognizing that my personality is wired by God. Right. I am wired by God and you can see it from Mm -hmm. your childhood, how you are and not how the world tells you to do to be, but how you are. And you don't apologize for who you are. I don't like who you are, not in your action, not your action. I'm saying (laughs) 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 I can tell you this. (laughs) (laughs) Who God made. There's a difference between your action and your personality. But your personal, if you have conformed your personality to God's word, your action will Show well, like God's that. word, yeah. right? So I, I think for me, I am not the cur- cuddling person where I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> you know, for the word of God and when God is operating and wanting something, that whole tough uh, personality goes away. But it's like Mary says, my pers- my personality, my life is ministry. I just happen to have multiple ministries. Correct. Yeah. You know? Correct. It's not that I have a ministry in my life. Mm-hmm. It's just my, my life is ministry, whether I'm dealing with my, a lot of people don't see it. They think ministry or preaching in the street or go. prayer or from, meetings from and this, yeah. but mm-hmm. listen to uh-huh. what God called the mom to do. Raise your children. Who had that thing? Mm-hmm. Someone had it. Was it Michelle? Michelle, you had something. Raise, raise up a child or how you should go. Train, train up and a the child. Way that you should go. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, Proverbs 20, Proverbs 22, six, train up a child the way he should go. And when he is, old he will not depart from it right so i'm so i want to say this god called this mom to be the person in private 31 woman that private 31 woman this is a woman who Mm -hmm. has ministries Mm -hmm. she had to raise the children she had to raise i mean take care of the husband um, but she was also a businesswoman who goes out and buy things so she was in a lot of people think ministry church which is great it is true but just this different facade of ministries. 
your life is ministry. You operate in ministry. When I'm dealing with my niece, Alencia, or Michelle, oh, not you, Michelle. Michelle, you're not my niece, are you? When I'm dealing with my nieces and nephews, I am operating in ministry. And what I say, how I deal with them, yeah. will leave an impact on them. Because I, I, I shout my Christianity boldly. Mm. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, right? So, Amen. which means everybody's watching me. Thank God, by that's why yes. He's kept me. Yes, but everybody's watching me because I'm unapologetically Christian. Amen. I'm like, no, I'm a Christian, and mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to point it out. And so, when I'm dealing with my nieces and nephews, I'm leaving an impression of God. And yeah. one of my nieces, I think she's 15 now, but when she was 10 or eight, she just out of the she's like, "You're a God girl." I've never discussed oh, that wow. with her, right? That's awesome. So she That's just so picked awesome. that up, yes. right? So I am saying, like, in in whatever we do, whether I'm I'm in courthouse, in the courthouse, I may be tough and arguing. I'm mm. representing Christ. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah. I can't go and lie. Mm. I can't go and not tell the truth. That's ministry. Yeah. I can't go and and deal like the world would deal, because I leave an impression. As a Christian, I'm Christian first, then everything else. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of that quote from C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. I believe in Christianity mm-hmm. as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like you know, I love that. yeah, no, and and that is your lenses, right? Once you become a Christian, to me, there are no other uh, lenses to see life through but through the lenses of Christianity, right? Because from that, everything stems. The way you deal with your family, the way you deal with your bosses, the way you deal with everyone, the way, the way you deal with you is also... <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So first and foremost, you know, that part. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I want to read the, the verses that we've been um, discussing. It's, it's Matthew's, what, Matthew 7, seven. and I'm going to start on, on 15, wait, no, on 21, I believe, maybe 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one, but only the one with, what, I can't see my full text. So, Mary, do you yeah, have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, go ahead, continue okay, to read. So, it's just, you said from 15? Or 21, from 21. 21. Yes. Okay. My tablet cut the words off, so I okay. Mm-hmm. Not everyone will call out of call to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Only the one, only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Mm-hmm. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. See, prophesied. That was true. That happened. That mm-hmm. prophecy gift was there. They did it exactly. We they. And cast out demons in your they name. They did it. And performed many miracles. They in did your it. Name. But I gifts, will reply. Skills. I will reply. One moment for these go are for spiritual it. gifts, by the there way. You go. Spiritual gifts. That was happening right there. Yeah. Scary. Right? It, it is. is. It is. Because especially when you read about prophecy, okay, you know, everyone's looking for a prophecy. Casting out demons, <laughs> deliverance, mm-hmm. um, performing many miracles, mm-hmm. healings. And these gifts were happening. They were hot on the, in the church. They were hot. Exactly. Happening. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, mm. you who break God's laws. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks, God. So, and we hit local well, church, know, right? So a lot. And can stuff, I, and can one I, moment, Michelle. One second. And I noticed yeah. we, the word laws is a big thing in the church. Just okay. like legalistic. There's a difference between laws and rules and legalistic. Go ahead, Michelle. Now I was just saying that one thing when I hear, you know, we like Mary, the scripture you just read and, and when we talk about this, there are many times that I say to myself, okay, guys, <laughs> I believe I'm just standing with you, but am I, am I good? Just standing? Good? You know what I mean? Like, like I, 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 I think about that. I think like, okay, I, I, I believe Lord, I'm, I'm living, you know, the way that you called me to live, but there are times I'm like, okay, guys. So am I? You know what I mean? So, you know what I, I do, wanna, Michelle? I want to make it there. Exactly, Michelle. <laughs> and I know it's it. my grace. Right. I know, I know it's my grace, but it's like, okay. Yeah, you know, by grace, you know? we are saved, but we are caught. We are yes. saved by grace, but we are saved to live a holy life. Mm-hmm. But again, the same thing for me, Michelle. Right. Michelle, I want to make sure, like, I'm paranoid about this, right? Because I don't want. <laughs> I'm giving up a lot for the work, for the for my for my faith. I'm yeah. like, you know, this is not game for me, right? Yeah, for me, I've I've made a decision, and Christianity is my life, and I'm investing everything that I have. Yes. You know, yes. I don't want it to be that I don't see Jesus. Okay, so I'm paranoid of it, and I it's healthy. I think it's a healthy thing. Yes, it is. I. I, I, I totally agree, especially when you read these verses, you always check in. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, where's my relationship with God? Right. It, it's not even right. so much the, the gift. It's not the ability to prophesy, the, the ability to pray for healing, the ability. It's just where where it, are we, God, where are me and Am you? I standing on Jesus? Am I not only standing on Jesus, but I, I truly believe it's a real relationship. If you think about a relationship with someone mm-hmm. that's very close to you, you're always checking in. Right, right. You're always speaking with them. You're always communicating with them as a person. If they did nothing else for you, right. you are in constant mm-hmm. communication so with them. It's That's the relationship part. It's like, God, you did... I always want you to know me before I do anything. And I want to say this too, Mary, like yeah. to finish that, that thing Michelle was talking about, that paranoid. Yeah. She said, allow this where that scripture where it says, you know, examine yourself to see, to see mm-hmm. if you are of the faith. Yeah. Right. And, and for me, this is it. Every day or every week, I'm examining that self. Because yeah. it's like, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. It doesn't mean I'm afraid constantly. Mm-hmm. No. It's just being careful, being aware mm-hmm. that you have to work out your salvation. This is not a save by grace to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's to be saved. So my prayer is this, um, um, Michelle, when I find myself in those moments, Lord, mm-hmm. I don't want nothing else. I want nothing else. And remember, I'm not the one who called me. I'm not the one who called me. This is too good for me to have Amen. reached out to you. I need you to keep saving me. (laughs) What does it say in the word where it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom? Exactly. 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 (laughs) That's what it says. Okay. We're in verse um, Matthew 7, verse 24, where it says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Follows it. That means applying it. This is not just reading your scripture or just memorizing your scripture. It is acting on it exactly like a person who builds a house on solid rock though the rains come in torrents and the floodwaters rise Mm -hmm. and the winds beat against the house it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock Mm -hmm. 
But anyone who Mm. hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who has built a house on sand. Mm. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse in a mighty crash. There you go. go. Mm. So we don't want to be that beautiful house on the sand. We want to be that beautiful house on the rock. Mm. I'm reading this again, and it dawns on me about this whole pandemic. When we started the conversation, what have we learned from oh, the conversation? It, it it automatically thinks about, it says when the rains and the floods come. Those are the rains. And the winds beat against that house. Mm-hmm. It collapses mm-hmm. in a mighty the, crash. How many that's people... What, have yeah. collapsed. That's what I've seen. Some of them don't even know. And don't even realize that they've they collapsed because know. the rain came, the floods came, the wind came, and the house collapsed. Some even the, built so, and that's what, well, this is where I am right now, examining, watching, and seeing things happening. Yeah. These are, yeah. I'm seeing people yeah. who should know, who should not be drinking milk, acting like the world, yeah. or just go, not wise enough. We want to be wise, at, gentle as a dove. But wise as a serpent, and, and I think that's what's happening. I think the rain has come, and, the and, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. Known, they don't know that no. they've reflected that they are the beautiful house on the sand. Yeah, actually, being that we on it, we are Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, par- and all over the place, but Matthew specifically, um, yeah. the parable of the sower. Mm, um, mm. There's this, there's a part of the um, what is this? Uh, Verse 13, uh, 20, right? Mm-hmm. The, seed, um, the seed falling on rocky grounds refers to someone who, har- who hears the words and at once receives it with joy. Mm. But since they have no root, they last only a short time when mm-hmm. trouble or persecution comes because of the words. They quickly fall away. Mm. The seed falling among the, the thorns refers to someone who hears the word but the but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the mm. right choke the word, making it unfruitful. Mm. And then he goes on to address the one falling in good soil. It refers to someone mm-hmm. who be, who hears the word and understands it. Yeah. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. And at the end, when I read this, mm-hmm. I was like. Which seed am I? Oh, because we need to. Yeah. At the end of it, do we know? Which right? soil too? Which How soil? do we soil. know? Unless these persecutions come, unless we get into these issues, whether it's social, whether it's personal, whether mm-hmm. it's at work, at what point mm-hmm. do we get tested and do we pass? Do, uh, do, which seed do we expose ourselves to be? And what kind of soil and is what our kind heart? Of soil did it sit is on? our heart? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that's was, so good. So, you guys, this can continue. Every week we come here. This is our second week back in 2020 since the break. Um, but every time we come here, we run out of time. Well, well 2020 already has given us a lot of material. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I want to go around and just have a final thought, you guys. Whoever want to go, jump, jump, whenever. Okay. Um, my final thought is this. As you were hearing about the... Um, the sto- um, examining ourselves, the stony ground, the rocky ground, the good soil. Um, check your heart today. 
if you do not know about the Jesus that we're speaking about, then he is always available to you. There's always an opportunity to start to build this foundation that we're speaking about. Um, if you know of him and you're in the midst of, of chaos or what seems to be chaos, examine yourself. Mm. How stable are, is your foundation? And you always have an opportunity to stabilize it through the word of God. Amen. And for me, I just an extension of what, I, of what I just said, right? Um, what I just read and, and the, the reflection that I had, I extended to everyone is whether it's a house, you know, the seed, parable, or anything else that the Lord has given us to, to reflect on, just at the end, let's do that reflection, right? Like, let's not just read it like, oh, this happened to Paul. This happened to, you know, to this, you know, this uh, church in particular, I'm okay because I'm not doing that. You know, so it, let's just turn the mirror on ourselves and uh, reflect on it and examine our own hearts through it and say, is my house built on a strong foundation? Mm. Did the seed fall in good, healthy soil? Am I bearing fruit of, you know, a healthy Christian who has a deep relationship with the Lord and sees the world through those lenses? Just reflect on it. Amen. That's so good, Lois. I want to add too. I want to say, am I bearing the fruit? The seed we know it's a good seed. It's the gospel. It's the word of mm -hmm. God. It's a good seed, wonderful seed, and and they, they it can it's available to everybody, mm -hmm. you know. But let's let our heart be healthy soil, Michelle. Amen. Yeah, and I think my for, niece Michelle, uh, those, my niece you, Michelle, even if. Hello, hello, hello. My, my <laughs> Even if you feel that you are um, in right standing um, mm -hmm. with the Lord, um, it's always uh, good to check yourself yeah. to see what's going You know, God knows your heart. Mm -hmm. He knows who you are. But it's always good for you to say, okay, let me take a step back and just, you know, where am I? Where am I, Lord? Am, am, I, am I linked to you as I should be? Is my heart... Um, with you, am I, am, I, am I walking in the way that I should go? Um, and Lord, if I'm not, you know, search me, like God, test me, so that so that you know I can be where and who you want me to be. Amen, amen. amen. And and as and I think you give your final, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, and as for, <laughs> as for me, I don't think I have a lot of thoughts. Which okay, um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> that I want to share. But I want to say this. Um, listen, when we come here, it's a pleasure for me. I actually love talking about Jesus. It's, this is great for me. I'm, it's awesome. I love Jesus. And I, I'm a Jesus freak. And there's a song that says, what would people say when they mm -hmm. know I'm a Jesus freak? I'm like, uh, I don't care. I'm going to be cool <laughs> all by myself. I have found a treasure. That I'm willing to hid in the field, to to hid and go and buy the field, so I can enjoy the treasure. And that's that's my life. That's my life mission. Um, and, and again, when I first started, I started thinking that whatever dreams that I had, God was going to make was going to make it happen. I soon discovered that though the dreams that He put in my heart were His, I mean the dreams in my heart were His. He had a different way of putting them, displaying them into fruition. Mm -hmm. And throughout the years, he has mm -hmm. tested my heart, the soil that, that, that the seed fall into. It was tested to see whether I was going to live my yeah. God because I didn't have my treasures mm -hmm. or because I didn't have my, my dreams or things did not happen the way it happened. 
But it ultimately, I'm still on my journey and I have found the treasure that no matter how bitter life gets, it is that taste, the sweetness of that taste still women. So I invite you, I invite you to, if you haven't found Jesus, listen, I, I, I pray the Lord will, will, will capture your heart. But I want to say this, come, come with your skepticism, right? You come and, but you got to taste it, taste and see that the Lord mm-hmm. is good. And, and don't go with emotion. Don't go with emotion because emotion will fade. God is real and you are real. Your feelings are real. Your emotions are real. They may be deceiving, but they are real. <laughs> they are real. God will sh- <laughs> come with your thoughts. Your thoughts right now, they may not have been conformed to the word of God. They are real. Come with them. Let God shift the, your thoughts. As Michelle said, let God shift your thoughts. And so I said, come. If you haven't, but if you have accepted Jesus, oh, what a beautiful thing you have done. It's a beautiful thing you have done. Mm-hmm. Remember to cherish that treasure. Save it, safeguard it with your life and with everything that you have. Even if you lose everything, it is still the treasure. And remember, you are not a citizen of this world. Society does not govern your heart, does not govern your way of living. The Bible does. So go with God. Don't, 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 don't move with culture. Stay with God. So we live. We're going to leave you with that thought. Yeah. <laughs> and this <laughs> songs that I, I'm not a song. I'm just going to leave you with this. Um, what is it? It's a, it's a, what is it? My father, father's love or fa- father's, father's love, love letter. letter. It's a beautiful. God bless you. Have a great one. God bless you. God bless you. The words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you. And He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter to you. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hairs on your head are numbered, for you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me, 
I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. Nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child?